0: Actually it feels like late evening for, <laughs> for when we got up today. Yeah. This is the two-way street. Two-way street. I've got Abe across from me. What's up everybody? Abe, how are you feeling my man? I'm feeling real beautiful right now. I'm special, dog. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm special. Well, what's going on? It's been uh, it's been a couple minutes since we've been together. Um, for those that <laughs> <laughs> that don't understand, it's me picking up a term that Abe taught me. Uh Couple weeks back, apparently yeah. a minute and a long minute are two different things. Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, so, Abe, it's been three weeks since we got together, mm-hmm. or so. Uh, how's it going over there? Tell me what's beautiful, what's been going on, man?
1: Just enjoying the weather, you know what I'm saying? Enjoying life and mm-hmm. just taking the punches and everything as they come, yep. you know what I mean. And just, I'm blessed, you know, what I mean, at this moment in time, I'm blessed.
0: Yeah. you know what, that's actually uh, really refreshing to hear. Um, what was it probably eight months or a year ago or uh-huh. whatever when uh, I mean we walked the journey together but uh, you know things things weren't so good in your world and yeah. see that turn already man that's that's, yeah. that's 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 really good to hear man yeah that's, that's really good cool so uh, on that um, man this week's been crazy I've been off work uh, just taking holiday time uh-huh. uh, and I, I agree with you man the weather's been good yeah and all that um, my my youngest turned nine or is turning nine Whoa. today Today. Today, the boy's nine years old. Yeah, yeah. So it's good because you know what's really great is that uh, he's going to be able to come to the youth program tonight. Nice. So that's going to be pretty cool because next year he's going to be. Yo, he's going to be up in happen- Yeah, so he's going to be in your program, man. Yo, this I, I is good right here. Yeah, this good. is good. It's good. So it had me thinking. Um, risk. Mm-hmm. So. We've talked about before in in society where there's bubble wrap kids out there. It's the term that you hear all the time. You hear helicopter parenting, uh, bubble wrapping kids. Uh, Fundamentally, it just comes down to to risk and risk aversion. How much risk is an acceptable amount of risk? Um, I I think at this point, we would probably agree that you need to take some sort of risk in order to do anything. Because if you don't take any risk, you're not even leaving your house. Because you're gonna get hit by a car. Yeah. Um, how do you balance that? Cause cause we went through that, you know, maybe two, three years ago where it was really popular to just do a bunch of stupid things, cause YOLO, you only yeah, yeah. live once, yeah. so there'd be stupid things going on. Oh yes. How do you balance taking a risk? And then is there different kinds of risk, like a psychological risk compared to a physical risk and all that as well? How how do you how do you discern the difference and, and how much do you say that, that somebody should go for before it becomes an actual risk as opposed to a perceived mm, risk? Mm, mm,
1: mm. Those are good questions right there, man. Like, uh, we live in a society where every day is a risk. You're mm. going out there, you're driving, it's a risk because you ain't never right. know if the person on the, on the next lane right here going to come and hit you. You know what I'm saying? So it's all a risk, mm-hmm. but then there's the, 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 the certain levels of risk now where you're mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, when society now is looking and say, mm, that's a that's a crazy kind of risk right there. Or they just say it's a risk. You know what I mean? Because they're removing that driving part from this person who is saying, I'm going to take a leap of faith and get into this business and leave my full-time job. Right, right. You know, but every time, every day, we're taking a risk. We're taking a risk breathing this air. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's factories all, all around here. Yeah. You feel me? And so it it's levels to these things right here, then.
0: Yeah. yeah, so, but how, how do we, how society separated those? So um, I, I don't know if you were at the service last weekend, um, mm-hmm. but the pastor there, he's talking about how, even just recently there was I, I think it was a dozen uh, people on their way to church mm-hmm. and, and they right up just got slaughtered. Right? There was so, a- right? they got slaughtered. Wow. Right? So so there was this bus of people going, they got taken over and killed on their way to church wow. because of their faith. And 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 this isn't this is a North American Christianity that Seriously. we're talking about too. Yeah, yeah. So he really used that moment to shine the light on saying we are so blessed to live in a country where we don't have to worry about going to church as a life or death decision, Yeah, right? For them, it's a risk uh-huh. even to make that decision for us. It's not for us. We're, we're more worried about our kids stubbing his toe at school no, and that's a risk here as well. So how, how do we help people understand that everything carries a risk? And, and if you hold back too much, then you or your family aren't going to learn anything yeah. right? because you need to, to learn to navigate risk. You have to, right. But, but on the other end, there are so many things out there that are going to kill you, but we've been able to file those as, what am I in control of that risk? Is that right. what it is? I mean, am I in control of, well, I've been driving for 20 years, so I don't have to worry as much about that guy. Yeah, like, yeah. How do we get people to understand that all risk for the most part is a healthy risk. There's different levels of risk, uh-huh. right? Psychologically, do I ask that girl to prom? <laughs> you <know? laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you grew up in, in different streets than mine as well. Yeah. It was a risk to go down that street to get to 7-Eleven. Yes. But not a risk to go the other way, perception-wise. Yes. How did you navigate that growing up? It's a mindset, right? It's a mindset because
1: some people are built to take this big risk that we talk about. You know what I'm saying? And some people are just they're built to follow a certain trend yeah yeah you know they're like yo my only comfort is doing my nine to five Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and if i get away or move away from doing my nine to five then it's like ooh, you know what i'm saying what am i doing kind of thing how my family going to feed or uh, that kind of stuff but taking the taking risks in life usually pays off Mm -hmm. because you're just laying it all on the line to say dog you know I ain't got nothing, you know, I'm going to move away from this comfort and get into a different level where I'm just going to say I'm giving it 100%, you know, so that I can be successful in this thing right here. And it's it's not a big number of people that does that, unfortunately, because people are just so comfortable or Mm -hmm. caught up in this uh, every day. This is my cycle. 20 years I've been driving, so I'm cool with it. But then when it comes to driving a big rig, I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm comfortable with driving a smaller car. But we gotta move away from that and just take big risks because life is too short to live sure. in a bubble. Sure. You feel me? And, and I, I, I haven't heard the, the term that you use—the helicopter kind of thing, right? Helicopter
0: there. parenting. What is that? A helicopter parenting. Okay. So, um, I, so now, now that you put me on the spot. For we're gonna have to make sure that I that I got it right. <laughs> we'll make sure. Yeah. But my impression of it is that you let your kids go. And then, uh, so let's say that we're coaching soccer, for yeah. example. You and I are out there coaching soccer. Yeah. And there's this child, and you and I are doing drills with the whole thing. And then, uh, when the kid goes to get the water, then the parent's like, hey, by the way, do this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. this. Go back on out there. Uh-huh. So, so uh, and there's helicopter management as well. So, that's uh, actually called seagull management. Seagull. Yes, yeah, seagull, as in uh, the, bird. The, the, the big white birds on all the right, beach, right. right? But here, here's why is that you're on the beach the seagull flies in poops on you and then leaves uh-huh. so seagull management is where your manager comes in drops a bunch of bs on you and then flies away it doesn't <laughs> help you with it doesn't do anything right so so but that's how it is is that the the parents are coming in swooping in for that 1 minute but that one minute gets rid of the whole thirty minutes that you just worked on that child with. Right, so they're just right. kind of flying in for the one moment and then taking off again, flying in, right? So um, oil field parents and all that are like that, where they're in for four days, sure. they do two three days, then they're back out. Sure. You, you see how that's the helicopter yes, parenting? Yes, yes, So we'll get the real definition for everybody, but that's what's happening. And, you know, I think I think it's a beautiful thing too because. We we have to allow our kids. We're going to talk about kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love kids. You know what I'm saying? This is <laughs> a passion of ours. Man.
1: <laughs> but you know, we gotta allow our kids to fail. You know what I'm saying? We gotta we gotta allow our kids to take risks in life because if we don't do that, we're sheltering them away from getting into the zone where they can be creative in their own minds. Yeah. You feel me? Because we gotta allow our kids, uh, allow our kids to say, "Dad, you know, I th- I'm thinking of selling." Uh, 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 a lemonade, mm-hmm. you know, start a lemonade stand. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying that's a risk that the child gonna take. And who knows? We gonna we're probably gonna have an entrepreneur coming out from that situation right there mm-hmm. because you're saying I'm gonna risk my child to go to, to chill out right over on the um, sidewalk mm-hmm. and sell lemonade. Yeah. You feel me? But when you bubble wrap your kid and your kid is your world, your kid is mm-hmm. their, their everything. Then you are gonna shelter the kid yeah. from taking risks yeah. that they gotta take in
0: life. So you know this this is a great analogy using the lemonade stand because immediately as soon as you said your child's going to start a lemonade stand, I thought of two things. Uh-huh. I thought of number one. The bully on the block that's just gonna come and wreck his whole operation. Yeah. And number two, the parent that is gonna try and nail him ten cents to get a better deal. Right. Right. But then, as you were talking, I was like, "But those are both good lessons, right?" And 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 that was the thing that's just like so. There's my helicopter parent mind dropping in there, going, "Oh man!" So I'm gonna sit at the at the porch. Yeah. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Is he asking you for a deal? (laughs) <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean like, yeah that's the thing is oh man that, that guy looks rough yeah let me look let me take a closer look at you, you know yeah, there, yeah but no i can't i can't be doing that no you know, i can't. gotta let him navigate those situations exactly. and if he comes back with empty pockets and no lemonade right you're done i learned a yeah. lesson there
1: because i have saying i've got a I've got i got a few uh friends um, who just are comfortable with doing uh, the nine to five yeah. right they're very very comfortable with just chilling and saying yo you know I don't gotta do anything else but work for the for the man yeah you know what I'm saying but you got to walk away from that mm-hmm. you know you got to walk away from that because we still need business people out here in the streets mm-hmm. we still need people that are that are willing to take the risk yeah to say yeah. I'm gonna leave my job and start something fresh. Yeah. You feel me? Because if you don't do that, you will not get to where you're supposed to be That's
0: that's life's hardest decision right now. Yes. Yes. It's trying to pull something like that off because we get so used, uh, that income stream, especially when you get kids going and- and Yes. I don't think that that North America, or at least I can speak to my experiences with it, is that if you account for inflation and the cost of living, Mm -hmm. We, we haven't gotten a raise in the, in the past 20 years or something. Right. There, was, there was a statistic the other day. Is it just dollar over dollar? We're technically making the same because cost of goods has been going up. Exactly. Even though our income looks like it's going up and we make X amount of thousands of dollars year over year, yeah. we actually haven't increased our money going into our sure. pockets. Man. So if you have just enough money to pay the bills, get groceries, maybe the occasional one or two bonus for you, that's, that's kind of where everybody's sitting. They're all in survival mode. They don't have that wow. three-month uh, nest egg that they're supposed to have in case something bad goes ha- uh-huh. wrong. We, we were, um, I, th- I think we we're going to replace our hot water tank pretty soon. Uh-huh. And, and we didn't even have the money for that. It's only $1,200 or something. And we have to scrounge pennies for that. Yeah. Now, I've got my own financial history that, that leads into why I can't afford that. Uh-huh. But that's not the point. Uh-huh. I mean, I've been in the working for 20 years or something like that, making pretty good wage by yep. means of when you're classifying everybody. And I still don't even have $1,200 that I can pull up somewhere in, in case of an emergency for a hot water tank. Sure. You know, so what about those that are that are not so fortunate in the, in the jobs that they found or the careers? And, and how are they going to pick up and, and make that risk? Because now they're going to have to go to a bank or go to somebody that now they're gonna be in debt with. Definitely. Even if they pay off the money, yeah. they're still in debt emotionally yes. with these yes. people. Hey, I helped you well when you were trying to get off. Yes. You know, like, and, and that's the thing is, that that's a hard risk to take. That is arguably the, the biggest risk somebody's gonna take, but that is the one right there that definitely shows when you're talking about going out and risking everything. Uh-huh it's getting away from monday to friday that's that's the biggest risk that's the big take. that's the biggest one because you know like
1: if you if you play safe man you're going to be like everybody else but if you choose to say i'm going to do something different right here mm-hmm. you're going to get different results so basically, you want to move away from the things that everybody else is doing and check to see how is the, uh, the small percentage of people doing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want to move away from thinking like, okay, if the, if, uh, if my parents made it doing this using this formula and mm-hmm. they can't even get a proper pension, yeah. i got to move away from that kind yeah. of thinking. Yeah. And then make my own kind of situation and say, I want to move away from this so that my kids can be comfortable. Yeah. And how am I going to do it? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take risks. Yeah. I'm gonna have to walk away and say, dude, these things that they did did not work. Yeah. So I gotta find my own thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look at the small percentage of people that mm-hmm. made it. Look at them. Mm-hmm. How did they do it? Yeah. They had to
0: take risks. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You you actually have the perfect example that you brought up uh, when we first got here this morning. Is is the man that you work for right now? Yeah, i That's his company. Yes. Right. You, I don't know if you've asked him. Uh-huh. You should. You should find out. What risk did he take? How did he get into that business? Yeah. Well, what, what made him pick up one day? I mean, this, this guy has is, is just got awarded for being one of the best employers in, in the area. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. the guy's taking risk, he, he took a risk and he still continues to take a risk because Absolutely. he's bringing on people, he's Absolutely. expanding his operation. Yes. These are all risk decisions that he is making day over day. And, but look, it paid off for him. It is paying off for him. Definitely, one hundred percent. And it's it's funny
1: that you say that right there because yeah, he he had to take risks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To say that I'm gonna walk away and start something new mm-hmm. here. You know, and when you do that stuff right there, you know, hard work pays off. Mm-hmm. Hard work pays off. You know, without compromise. Because if you're looking for plan B, you will fail. Yeah. You all, all, all you got to have is plan A and say, mm-hmm. if I fail with plan A, I ain't yeah. got no backup. I ain't got nothing. Yeah. So that means that I'm taking this risk right here and taking it to the maximum. Yeah. It has to work. Yeah. It has to work. If I have to put in... 25 hours, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I'm gonna do it. Yeah. You feel I me? Mean? If I gotta put in, well, how many hours I gotta put in, I'm gonna put it in because mm-hmm. this is my only solution. This is it that I got. For sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And we gotta, that's, how, that's what we gotta embrace. We gotta mm-hmm. embrace that thinking, way of thinking, and say, I'm gonna take this risk if it pays off it pays off if it don't mm-hmm. it don't But i'ma put 100 percent yeah
0: for sure so so that's a business style of risk that we're talking about yes um how about when it comes to a physical kind of risk or something so we we talk often about uh when we're at these youth programs there's certain things physically that you'll do yeah and other things that you're like dog that ain't my game yeah kind of thing yeah so is it, that that's a knowledge of your ability is it mm-hmm. or did something happen Earlier on in your life, where you're like, "No, sports just aren't my thing," and I ain't going through that again. Like that that's, sorry to put you on the spot for that. But yeah, but you have your limits and you know what they are. I don't, I don't play sport.
1: I don't like sport. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to watching sport, I, I I'm, I'm one of those bandwagon cats. You mm. know what I'm saying? Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are doing good. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm, I'm gonna go through yeah, that. Yeah, they right got there. good
0: colors. That's unfair, <laughs> so, and exactly. I go for them because of their colors. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? I like them too. You feel me?
1: Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll jump for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not because something happened, it just said oh actually uh-huh. <laughs> I was playing I was playing tennis when I was young, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And somebody hit me with a racket. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, duh, that hurt, man, you know what I'm saying? And from that day on I never yeah. I never played I've never played yeah, uh something
0: usually happens tennis, you know what something I'm saying? Usually
1: happens. <laughs> but um as to just say like I really don't like to take um, that risk, like I don't like sweating, yeah. first of all. So because I don't like sweating, I don't like to do yeah. things like that, that, but that. But that's fair, right? Yeah.
0: You, you've gauged the things that you like, are, th- this isn't even at risk at that point. Right. This is, you put yourself in a position that you just simply don't like to be in. Exactly. And, and for you, it's sweating. Now, my, my oldest is the same way. Uh-huh. He dropped out of Taekwondo because he's like, once a month, we have to put on the gear and he gets sweaty. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Just cause you don't want a little bit of sweat. So he's over it now, but uh-huh. I totally understand where you're coming from right that, right? Is that it's like, I don't want to do that just cause I don't like, I have this problem with fiberglass. Uh-huh. So that uh, pink stuff on the walls, man. Yeah. And and when I used to do residential installs, man, it's I'm like, all I have to do is get a wire from there to there. But I'll save it for the very last so that, so that all I do is <laughs> zip it and go home and shower because I just, but, but I feel you on that. Yeah. Right? So, so that's okay, you know, because that, that for me is not a risk-level thing. It's something that I just don't like to yeah. do. So, so that's good that we clarified for that. And um, what about when it comes to kind of semi-emotional risks then? So when we're dealing with the youth the youth program, mm-hmm. we take a risk every time that we take that kid who's who's, pushed aside for the evening and we go sit with him instead of the other 20 that are expecting our attention as Uh well. What goes through your mind when you're going, this is worth it. So at least for me, I know that I asked you and then I'm going to answer it. But (laughs) (laughs) for me, I know that the leadership core is so strong that Uh they're going to be able to handle the other 20 while I'm dealing with that one and that there's enough synergy in there. But what about when you're in your own situation where you have to have to dedicate time and not even consider... Those other people there because this is so important. That's a risk that you take by, by not engaging those other kids.
1: It is a risk. Because one thing that I got to understand is this right here that um, one child is very important. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The 20 are important, yes. But that one child right there that is. Uh, an outcast or that, that's just going to do something and they're not mm-hmm. hanging out with the rest of the crew it's very important to me it's for me to go out there and just figure out what's going on what mm-hmm. the problem is and stuff like that it's risk because you're going to probably hear something that you don't want to hear mm-hmm. it's risk because maybe it's something going on at their house that you're going to hear about and you're going to be yeah. like whoa you know what I'm saying so and it's, it's just so much stuff bottled up in that situation where you're just like yo you know I want to risk Like you said Yeah The other crew They're good They're doing their thing And stuff Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna risk Everything that I got Or I'm gonna risk The time and everything Just so I can uh, Invest in this kid Right here And I might not like What I'm gonna hear Mm -hmm. Or I might not like Maybe they they, they might Lash out at me But my point is This right here That I love this kid So because of love I'm gonna risk it all And I'm I'm gonna invest In this child right here You feel me Because at the
0: end of the day If I don't do that I might regret not for sure. For sure, you feel me? Yeah. Well, if that kid ends up, you know, doing something and then cutting himself or something yeah. at home, right? I mean, you're gonna feel horrible for exactly it. exactly right. And um, I mean, I already knew this answer. Is it never once have I ever had any of the other twenty come up to me and say, "Hey, yo, why you spend time with that kid?" Right. Never, never. once has it ever come up. There's an understanding and kids are very, very durable and versatile. And they understand when something's going down, if yeah. we're dealing with it, uh-huh. we got the best interests there, everybody still going on in there. Exactly. So so that's the, the thing is that if you take a minute, and I think we're going to introduce calculated risk, you hear that all the time where, uh-huh. well, it's a risk, but I thought about it. And I think that's uh-huh. what got missed in the YOLO movement. <laughs> 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 Was you just didn't think about it. Yes. Right. So even... In talking about your boss, mm-hmm. uh, the, the man that owns the company, I'd only even like to call him your boss because, man, this guy is is a mutually respected individual. Good people. Yeah, he's yeah. good people. So, but he calculated what he needed to do to go get this done right. Yes. And and I would love to hear, uh, if you get a chance to sit down with him, on, on what risk matrix he put in. Yeah. Did, did he just say, I don't like working for this guy. I know I can do this. I'm going to go buy a truck and just do it. And maybe it was an easy transition. Uh-huh. Or did he actually have to be like, I'm at the bottom and out of desperation, I need to do this? Or was he already making bank and was just kind of like, I'm just going to do this because I can make more bank, you know? <laughs> like we have, we have to bring him in. We have to bring him in. Yeah, right. You
1: know? Because the thing is that right here that... I like the, 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 the kind of last statement that you said. Sometimes you got to be at the bottom for you to come up yeah. on top. You feel me? Because um, once you hit r- bottom, really, you know, you're either going... Uh, Perish, or you're gonna come out, yeah. You know, and a lot of people they're gonna come out there and just they're just gonna be like blaming their situation, Uh their circumstance, (laughs) and say, "Um, I am the way that I am because my parents didn't love me, I am the way that I am because life dealt me a a, a raw deal. But you gotta take your negativity right there, come out from where you are and get up to the top dog yeah. you know what I'm saying there is a lot of room at the top there's not too many people out here in yeah. the streets you know what I'm saying so we gotta like then now uh, when you when you're at the bottom take that risk now to say all right I'm gonna step up from this where I'm at yeah. to get to where I'm supposed to be at yeah all yeah, feel me because if you don't do that you're gonna languish right here at the bottom while everybody else is out here at mm-hmm. the top having fun fisting yeah. So, we got to move away from that mentality. You know what I mean? Get away from the mediocre kind of thinking and get into the large space yeah. where we all at. Yeah, You for feel sure. me? We sure. Because we are we, here we, because we're we feasting and we are taking these risks. That's why we're doing what we're doing on a
0: date. For sure, for sure. And that's the thing that, that I'm not sure that people understand is that when you're at the bottom, you have nothing else to lose. So, you're not <laughs> yeah. risking anything anymore. Exactly. You, you know? <laughs> Right, but, but, but it's easy to get caught. I, I've been down at the bottom and you're just kind of like holding on so desperately to the nothing that you have. My that you don't even want to lose your nothing. Dude. And I know that that sounds dude. really <laughs> weird. That's but powerful, that's really and, and that's the thing is that wow. when you have nothing left, even nothing is something. Wow. And dude. it is hard to sit there and go. And, and especially when you're married at the time of going through something like that. You're uh-huh. just kind of like, we got nothing left. But um, actually, I got this story, this, mm-hmm. this was pretty neat. We um, were, we're yeah. at the the bottom financially, I was uh, in between jobs, I just finished getting crushed, my, my business just got destroyed. Uh-huh. And uh, I had this idea, there was this guy, uh, and, it's interesting now because now you see where the market went but he was the first to the market with relaxation drinks so there was the, the Red Bull and all that stuff that was just starting to trend up everywhere uh-huh. where everybody's getting this energy drinks and all that this guy was making the other way the relaxation drink you okay. just go and you pop his drink before you read a book and you just chill right out right mm-hmm. so I had this idea he didn't have the product in Canada yet and so we have no money and there's, I, I think it was $60 maybe for me to fly to New York uh-huh. to meet this guy. And then I think I had $100 on my credit card that I could get a car for a day. And that was it. Hopefully, I could get a meal somewhere. i would never even been to New York. Yeah. So, I call this guy up and I'm like, I want to bring your product to Canada. And uh, so, I gave him the pitch on what my idea was. And I fly out there on my last cash. And I rent this car on my last credit card. Wow. And I dress up in my suit, and I go down there and meet this guy. And you know what happened out of that? No. He allowed me to do the product in Canada. Wow. But Canada regulations won't let me bring his product to Canada. Wow. So we take this risk. And you know how hard that is to tell your wife that you're going to take the last $60 and catch a flight to this executive in New York to try and pitch an idea. You know, but that was the thing—that was a calculated risk—and I'm still friends with this fellow, and we'd still like to bring the product up here. We just can't. So now it's Bob Marley's Marley's Dewdrop or whatever <laughs> it's called it has the relaxation market up in Canada. Yeah. But I mean, that was the coolest thing. Was it's just that is risk when you have nothing, wow, man, and yet you still take that twenty dollars and you're still willing to put that into something, take a chance on, uh-huh. and and that that is one of my greatest stories. Is just kind of like you got to be crazy. Wow, to take your last 20 dollars and go fly somebody you've never met and pitch an idea that won't sell yeah you, you know and, yeah. and and so I, i've been there man i know what it's like to be at the bottom but on the same note that's where you find your strength because you've got nothing to prove to anybody anymore that's it that's I, I i there was nobody other could look at me in business world saying you just failed your company right you know banks are looking saying you have no money your wife's looking at you saying you're a failure right yeah you got nowhere left to go yeah. so you just got to dig deep and you, you start to, climbing man. man you start you climbing. have to so. you
1: know at the end of the day man you know at the end of the day you know we, we, i believe that there is a small percentage of people that are willing to take big risks mm-hmm. i believe that 100% because there is a certain uh, percentage of people that are comfortable with mediocrity that's mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. you can't push them you can't you can't you can't even tell them to take a risk they will tremble, they will die. Yeah. You feel me? And then there's some, certain people that just will die if they don't take risks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have to invest their money in something that is fast going. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got to put their efforts into something that you're looking at and say, mm-hmm. dude, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just how you are built and mm-hmm. what, you, what your belief system is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love taking them. Anybody who knows me knows that I take risks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I love doing that because to me, I ain't got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. If it's money, I'm going to make it back mm-hmm. again. If it, you know, so, I, like, that, and that's one of the biggest things, is money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, I, if I if I lose money, I believe that I'm going to get it back.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. not a problem with me. See, and, and that's the difference though, too. that. Uh, so, in, in the culture that I grew up in, uh-huh. money was money. Money is sacred. Money is that if you're losing that, you're becoming nobody. Yeah. Right? So we're, we're very risk averse when it comes to, to where the money is going to go. Sure. You can't just drop it anywhere because we don't necessarily believe that we're going to get it back. Uh-huh. And so when you're talking about high risk and, and it comes to that, um, for some reason, the person that dropped in my head was Donald Trump, mm-hmm. right? Because you talk you look at all of his business ventures mm-hmm. and all that and the guy has gone bankrupt seven times or something. <laughs> so is that just bad management or is that, you know, willing to take risks and just sucks at it? You, no. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I don't know, but but he's the guy that always pops in my head when he, to me, appears as though he's a successful businessman. I'm not worried about the presidency at this uh-huh. point, but, but when it came to business, I mean, what I heard probably last week was that the only reason why his names are on the tower was to make sure that, that people would invest in that so that he could pay back the debts that he, that he owes. <laughs> I, I have to do the research. But uh-huh. is he a successful businessman from risk? Because when he had that, he'd dump everything into it and then fail. Or is he a smart investor? What, what are your thoughts about when you're talking about that kind of risk financially when, when you've gone through that many ebbs and flows? Is he uncalculated risk or is he calculated risk and just sometimes makes really bad bets
1: I mean yeah like I I like that uh, example right there because like I don't never will get to that place where I'm like man I'm tired of taking risks Mm. you know I don't think I'll ever get to that place because I want to enjoy I want to make I want to look back at my life this Mm -hmm. is it right here I want to look back at my life and say you know I took every chance that I could I took every risk that I could. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I did not stand on the sidelines and watch everybody else do their thing. You know what I'm saying? And if I can even have my name on a building and I don't have nothing to do with that building, Mm -hmm. that's still a risk. Mm -hmm. Because if that building goes under, my name is going under. That's right. You feel me? So then, if I can't get my name out there to say, I am willing to do or take a risk, you feel me? I have done all that I can. If, I don't want to live in a bubble. I don't want to live a life that is just like, oh, yeah, that's that dude right there. He drives a nice Benzie and mm-hmm. He lives in a nice house and stuff like that. He still works for the man. No, nah, I want to do my thing. Yeah. I believe that people who are built like that would never get satisfied
0: until they do right. something that, that that suffices their Right. Life. And that's my point on this for, for Mr. Trump is that it's like, was it just simply not enough? Right, mm-hmm. so then he would take that next, exactly. career, take the next, exactly, like, man, and 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 that's uh, like I, I'm sure that he's got a book or many, you know, as another revenue generating stream. Yep, but I'm curious about it, and, I, and and I'm actually more curious now that he's president than I was when he was Trump, mm-hmm. um, because there's so many things that it goes, and I don't know, and and I'm gonna find out. Is that to me? It just looks like somebody who's just not satisfied with with where he's going and the drive that he has, and he's trying to get more and more and more. And greed could be part of it, but just that continuous drive. I mean, greed is, is a healthy drive, right? When you want more, maybe when you're chasing money, that's not kind of greed. Uh, You know, like we were talking before, Uh maybe maybe we should be greedy for love. You know, can can I, can I have more love than anybody else? Right. That's fine. That's different. But the, 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 drive is still the same, whether you're chasing money or whether you're chasing, you know, pride, whether you're chasing any of the other things that are really bad for you or whether you're chasing love, Right. Not having enough is a good thing. Uh-huh. So, so once I uh, once I read up, I'll follow back with you and, yeah, and see do, what's up. But because I'm not to, reading that, but please do. To, to to me, it seems that he's just a man that's never satisfied and continues to take risks and risks all of it yeah. in order to continue to to excel. I, that, that'd be my assessment from the way far back of not knowing anything about this man. So. <laughs>
1: But you see, like it's a, I, I guess it's chasing a it high too, right? When you're taking risks, true. You get, you get. True. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> you're chasing a high huh. because you take one risk, you want to go to the next. You yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so you're just looking for that next high. Huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm that kind of cat too. Like you know, I just feel like yo, you know, like. I started the business when I was younger, you know, when I was in my teenage years. I started doing my thing. You feel me? And I I never get satisfied with just saying, all right, I'm getting a paycheck mm-hmm. from somebody else who's signing my paycheck. Yeah. I want to sign my own paycheck. Yeah, for and sure. that's why I go hard exactly. on it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I believe that 100%. Yeah. And I'm not going to be foolish to say that the night for me. I'm not gonna just leave everything I still got my grind but I know mm-hmm. that you know what I got to put in some more work on the yes. side to do my thing mm-hmm. to get my name out there you know but people get comfortable to just say you know I got what I got but anything else I can't I can't look that way yeah you have to mm-hmm. look that way you have to because if you don't then you're just gonna be like everybody else and if you become like everybody I don't want to be like everybody
0: else yeah I am my own individual. Well, and, and that's here. that's the thing is that you you had mentioned it earlier is that there are some people satisfied with nine to five. Yep. Yeah. But we use that term as just the regular. Mm-hmm. Right. Nine to five for us is is called the regular. And so there are people that are still working outside of that. But even even the man that owns the company that you work for, yeah. that's his nine to five right now. Is yeah. his current stage. It doesn't matter if it requires sixty hours of work. That's yes, his right. regular. If he's yes. not driving for more and bigger. Yes. Then he's still with everybody else. You know what I mean? And that's that, that's that extra drive and risk that we're talking about Uh is it's like you've always got to be willing to put something out there in order to excel and drive and be more, be better. Yeah. I mean, if you're chasing the right motivation for it, because knowing what I know about that man is. Even if he's successful financially, mm-hmm. he's finding a way to contribute back out in life. Definitely. Right. So that's the right kind Definitely. of risk to be taking yep. out there. He's driving, he's trying to be better, but he's trying to be better for the well being of others. Yes. as well. Yes. So so that's one thing. And we don't know if that's true for Donald, Mr. Uh-huh. Trump. Is it is he being better off just to be better off for himself? Right. Or Maybe maybe the guy's already contributed you know ten billion dollars somewhere right. else in the world and maybe that's why he has no money is because he donated it everywhere uh-huh. and then he didn't have enough money to keep operations going. Sure. I don't know. Well, I don't I'll know. find out. Exactly. I'll find out. Exactly. But but that's the thing is that uh, I have massive amounts of respect for the man that owns that company yep. is because you know he's not satisfied. I, I'm seeing his vehicles driving all around town. I yes. see how he's treating you. Yes. And I'm like, man, that guy is taking risk every day. Yes. And, and by the looks of it, it's for all the right reasons. It's all for the right reasons, man. It's all for the right reasons. And this is where it's at too, right? Like when you take this risk right
1: here, you know, it's going to affect a lot of people. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not just about you. It's going to affect a lot of people. And this is, this is where we have to understand this right here, that the risks that we're taking, my kids are going to, are they gonna they're gonna benefit from it or mm-hmm. they're gonna suffer from it yeah. you know my family is gonna suffer from it you know so uh, or they're gonna benefit from it so you know it, like this is where the calculator risk comes into place when you're calculating say you're looking at your chips and stuff like yeah okay, no you know it, it might wake up it might not mm-hmm. but I'm still gonna go hard for it yeah. you know I'm gonna stand up as a man and say all right honey I failed you know mm-hmm. so I'm gonna do something Work, work, work for somebody for a little while yep. you know what I'm saying and you, you, you don't say that literally but yeah. you know, in your brain yeah. You, you, yeah. You, you are never satisfied yeah. you, there's just that's something inside of you yeah. there is something inside of you you can never get satisfied working for somebody if there mm-hmm. is a deep inside of you that's calling out to say mm-hmm. you are more than that yeah. you are better than that you will never get satisfied yeah. I know that <coughs> 100% but the moment that you just say yo you know I'm going to go ahead and work for somebody else for the rest of my life. And
0: that thing is inside of you, you'll be miserable. Mm-hmm. It's miserable. Yeah. Well, see, and, and that's the thing is that um, when you're dealing with um, companies like the one that you work for as well, uh-huh. I truly believe that in the future, if you wanted to work for yourself, he'd be more than happy to contract you Definitely. To, to do the work as well. Right? He's, he's one of those guys that's not going to be holding on to exactly. all these things and be exactly. like, no, you make me money only. He would find a way to work with you on yes. that. So so this is not a threat at all by you saying that one day you want to sign your own check, man, right. because you're working with people that are willing to see you, exactly set you right. free, and yeah. if you want to write your own check, that's fine. Let me help you write that yeah. check for yourself. Uh-huh. right? And and that's just the way the, the good business is going to be working out. Definitely, there, right? man. So, Definitely. If that's what your dream is, he's going to help you <laughs> excel yes. towards that. Man. Oh, yes. That's a beautiful thing. Definitely. So, have anything else that you want to cover on some
1: risk today there, it- Abe? Nah, man, I think we exhausted this one right here for now, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's something that we have to get back to because it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, well,
0: I'd be really interested to find out on, uh, on some of those just... You know, I would have come prepared with the information, but yeah. it just popped in there as we were going. So well, I, freestyle really is here. Yes, name. right. Freestyle. freestyle. <laughs> I, it's so true. such a true term, yeah. I, every time I hear that, I think of some kid rapping. Yeah, like, <laughs> I ain't ever freestyling <laughs> on the show, man. <laughs> well, well, thanks for this conversation there, Abe, from both men who have uh, taken a significant amount of risks in our life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we're gonna do risk part two. I think uh, sometime soon. But for now, this was the two-way street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Abe over there. Let's go, and we'll see you on the other side.